Yeah, it's a piece of advice that one of my mentors shared with me, and it's something that I share with all of my students. And it's, remember, you don't have to get it perfect. You just have to get it going. And the best time to get it going is right here, right now, today. Hello, and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your daily helping. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard, and we have a phenomenal guest to share with you today. He is none other than Ryan Levesque, the CEO of the Ask Method Company and the author of the number one national best-selling book, Ask, as featured in Inc. Magazine as their number one marketing book of the year in Entrepreneur Magazine as their number two must-read book. His work has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, USA Today, Forbes, and Entrepreneur with over 250,000 entrepreneurs subscribing to his email newsletter for their business advice that he gives them. He is also the co-founder and investor in Bucket.io, a leading marketing funnel software for entrepreneurs. Ryan, we're going to have some fun today. Welcome to The Daily Helping. It's great to have you here. Dr. Richard, I am thrilled to be here, and uh, I'm glad we could finally connect like this. It's been a long time coming, and I'm excited to be here. Yeah, me as well. I think that you're doing amazing things and helping people transform their lives. But I want to jump right in. As you know, I always like to get the why of people who come on this show. So, you know, it's pretty well documented that you were very successful in the corporate world, making more than most and could have had that career track. What was the thing that made you decide to walk away with that and start helping entrepreneurs really make changes in their lives by doing the amazing work you're doing? Yeah, you know, it was in my mid-20s when I made this decision. And I think I reached this point where I like to say I had this quarter-life crisis. And my quarter-life crisis is I could just kind of see my life ahead of me. I was working in the corporate world, and uh, my boss uh, was very, very successful. And he was, he was much older than I was. He was in his um, sort of mid-60s. And I kind of just saw my entire life through his eyes. And I said, all right, this is if I stay on the track that I'm on right now, this is who I'm going to become in 40 years. And I don't know if that's really what I want to do with my life. And uh, I decided to, you know, I wrote this, this crazy big long letter uh, that I addressed to my mom, but it was really a letter to myself, really just trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And um, I made the decision in uh, 2008 to basically walk away from everything and quit my job. I, I sold everything that I owned. Uh, my wife, who was in grad school at the time, we, we moved into a tiny little like 450 square foot apartment and basically kind of started over and did so because I wanted to take control of my life. You know, I never wanted to have to, you know, beg on my hands and knees if I wanted to, you know, earn more money and ask for a raise. I really wanted to take control of my own destiny. I wanted to have a way of uh, a location independent life so I could, you know, really have a way to, you know, uh, pay for my lifestyle, but live anywhere in the world. And, uh, and then, of course, take care of my family. So that was kind of initially what got me into this thinking of starting my own business and doing my own thing and leaving the rat race and, um, and pursuing um, that path. And, um, you know, what's fascinating 
fascinating is at the time, uh, Dr. Richard, my goal was to make $10,000 a month. That was like my big someday maybe goal, like my dream. Um, and uh, it took us 10 years to get there. But in 2018, we had our first $10 million year in our business. Wow. And so what we're going to talk about here today is something that I think anybody can use, no matter if your goal is to make $10,000 a month, $10 million a year or somewhere in between, um, I think this is something that you're going to be able to apply uh, and use uh, in your life and in your business. And you really are world-renowned as the guy in the, the digital marketing and funnel space. So I'm curious, what turned you on to this? And, and I want to talk about the quizzes and the things you're doing, but you know, going to start your own business and then becoming what you've built today you know, how did that happen? Because this was something that a niche you really kind of developed for yourself. Yeah, you know, so, you know, I had, I had no dreams, no aspirations, frankly, to be doing what we're doing right now today. You know, when I first got started, you know, my goal was very simple. I, I, I was kind of burnt out in the corporate world. Uh, I was uh, basically, we were living in China. I was working in China. I was opening up sales offices across the country for the company that I was working for. I was managing a big, big, big team. I was, uh, you know, living out of hotels. I was in an airport every other week. I was flying around the country. It was just an exhausting kind of lifestyle. And I said, I want to be done with all that. I don't want to manage a team. I don't want to be doing any sort of, you know, crazy travel like this. I just want to be able to have a simple, little business that I can um, provide for my for myself and for my wife at the time. That was my big goal. And uh, I did it by going into a tiny little niche business. So I went into this tiny little niche and it's the most obscure and random of niches. Like whenever I talk about it, people are like, wait, really? Um, it was in the niche of teaching people how to make Scrabble tile jewelry. And uh, the way we came up with this idea is we were, frankly, we we're living in China. My wife was seeing this jewelry. We had access to things like origami paper living in Asia. We had access to inexpensive labor. And, and the idea at the time was, hey, we can make this jewelry and we can import it into the United States. And um, you know, I thought, gosh, that's a terrible idea we're going to be chained to some factory in southern China. We're never going to be able to, you know, have the freedom that we want to have. Um, and my wife came across uh, this woman um, on a website called Etsy.com, which is a, a brand new site at the time, but it's a huge billion dollar company now, um, who wasn't making the jewelry, but she was teaching people how to make the jewelry. And the cool thing about Etsy is that you can see a person's sales history. And, and we saw that this woman was selling this PDF ebook tutorial for about $20. And she was selling like 20, 30 copies a day. And we did the math. We said, oh my gosh, this woman is making like $500 a day in profit selling an ebook. Like that's the way to go. Um, right. So we bought the product. It wasn't very well done. It wasn't professional. My wife said, I think I can learn how to make this jewelry and we can build a better mousetrap. So she learned how to make the jewelry. We created a better product, um, started selling first month. I think we did maybe a couple hundred dollars. Then a couple thousand dollars, then five thousand, then seven, then eight, then nine thousand dollars a month. And before I know it, I was like, "Oh my gosh! Like we're gonna get rich <laughs> in this tiny little niche." And uh, unfortunately, the story, you know, uh, uh, took a turn because we later learned that uh, that whole Scrabble tile jewelry thing was just a fad. It wasn't like a, a sustainable, you know, thing. So um, our income basically went to almost nothing. And at this point, I'd quit my job. My wife was uh, doing a PhD program. We had a $500 a month stipend that she was getting. And we looked at each other and we said, all right, what are we going to do now? And, uh, and so we left. Um, we were living in Hong Kong. We left uh, Hong Kong, moved back to the States in Texas. She got a job as a museum curator, um, making about $40,000 a year. And uh, I said, right, now that I've learned what I've learned, let's do it again. But now let's do it in a market, a niche that has no chance of being a fad. And we chose the gardening market. 
And, um, and it was in this market that I had my first real success, where we went from $370 in our first month to $25,000 a month within 18 months, then half a million dollars a year, um, then over a million dollars a year in less than three years, and kind of we were off to the races. Uh, so you know, I learned initially, I had no, I had no aspirations of teaching of becoming a, a marketing expert. I was literally just looking to build a little lifestyle business that I could provide for, you know, for myself and for my wife and, you know, eventually our family. Um, and uh, we ended up going into 23 different niche markets <laughs> over the last decade. So Scrabble Tile Jewelry, then Orchid Care, then Memory Improvement, then a whole bunch of other markets. We then created a company to teach people how to do this, which uh, became a three-time Inc. 500 company, and then built a software uh, company that uh, has uh, over 30 million end users that use the software. Basically, using a process that we've developed over the past decade, which is now known as a quiz funnel. Um, and that's what we're here to talk about today. And it just started by accident, like most things in life. I didn't set out to create something new. I was just trying to figure out what worked. This worked really well, did it over and over again, and, and now help people do the same thing. And I love the organicity of this story. You didn't, you didn't go to get an MBA in marketing and then you know have the relationships that drove you into that, you did trial and error across these 23 different verticals and landed on something that worked for you. So let's talk about quiz funnels. Why quizzes? Let's start there. Yeah, it's a great question. So, so first and foremost, we, we mentioned this, we throw out this phrase, quiz funnel. So let's take a moment just to define it. What is a quiz funnel? Well, if you look at the way most people sell online, what happens, right? Someone lands on, on a website or lands on your website, and uh, what most websites try to do is they try to sell you something right away, right? And, and maybe they might uh, ask you know, for you to download an ebook or a white paper or something like that um, to get your email address so they can market to you later. Well, what I found that works much more effectively is instead of trying to you know, sell something someone right away, you begin when someone lands on your website by asking a series of questions to really get to know that person a little bit more. So you ask a series of questions to understand that person's situation so you can then put them into one of several buckets and then communicate with that person in a different way based on their situation. And you can do things like customize the product that you might sell someone, customize the messaging you might deliver to someone, customize things like the case studies and examples and success stories that you share with someone so it really resonates with that person as an individual as opposed to communicating and selling to everybody in a one-size-fits-all way. So. That's what a quiz funnel is in a nutshell. Um, and there are three big reasons that, that I've found over the years why quiz funnels work better than anything else. Uh, reason number one is incredibly cheap traffic. See, quiz funnels tap into the power of self-discovery. So when you use a quiz in the way that we're talking about here, it's no longer about you, it's all about your visitor. So instead of download my ebook, it's take this quiz to get your results. So you're kind of flipping things on its head and it's all about them. Um, examples that come to mind of uh, how cheap this traffic can be. And by the way, you can save anywhere from 30 to 90% in your online advertising costs uh, by switching to a quiz funnel. So the examples that come to mind, I think of, for example, uh, Mastin Kip. He's a, he's a coach and uh, he, was ha he was paying $6 per lead, per email subscriber joining his list. He now pays 76 cents. I think of Sean Penrod. He's in the marathon running market. Um, he was paying $2.59. He's paying 23 cents. I think of Beryl Young. She's in the photography market. She was paying $1.67 per lead for her traffic. Now she's paying 14 cents on the back of the quiz. So incredibly cheap leads. That's reason number one. Reason number two is incredibly high conversion. So people always want to know, well, you're able to get really cheap traffic, but does that traffic, do those visitors convert into customers, into clients? 
And the answer is yes. In fact, you can go from anywhere from doubling to tripling your sales conversion rate. And the reason for that is, as I mentioned a moment ago, you can customize your copy and content after someone takes the quiz. So instead of selling to everybody in a one-size-fits-all way, you're able to customize the messaging you put in front of someone based on their quiz answers. So an example that comes to mind, I think of Andy Mackinson. He's got a a little business in the snack space. So he um, helps deliver uh, healthy snacks to people. He did a little test. Uh, He was making about $3,000 a month before his quiz funnel. He uh, tried a quiz funnel for 90 days as an experiment Um, after 90 days, the quiz funnel was making $10,000 a month uh, versus $3,000 a month. So he more than tripled his results. Um, I think about Gabby Rast, she and her husband, Thomas, uh, they're in the horse space. So they help people who are horse owners. They were doing about $11,000 a month in their business before their quiz. They launched the quiz. Now they're doing between $22,000 and $27,000 a month in uh, in the horse business. So um, you know, there's examples like this over and over again. The third big reason, so cheap leads, Uh, high conversion, and uh, the third big reason is incredibly fast results. See, because quizzes are the type of thing that people share with their friends, with their colleagues. Like if you've ever taken, you know, a a personality test or one of these assessments and you say, you know, I'm going to share this with with my spouse, my partner, or my colleague, my friend, my coworkers. Um, Quizzes, when done well, can go completely viral. And, and when when you do this well, you can get incredibly fast results. So I think of, for example, Jamal Miller. This guy, Jamal, he was uh, working for his church. He was, he was working for a nonprofit associated with his church, um, making $17 an hour, um, decided to create a quiz in the Christian singles market. And the quiz was very simply, why are you still single? Take this quiz to find out now. And uh, he got 10,000 people to take the quiz in less than 14 days. So all of a sudden, he's got this massive email list of 10,000 people. He has no business, no product, nothing to sell. He had no idea what to do next, so he just surveyed those 10,000 people and said, hey, basically, what should I sell? What should I create? Um, He created a membership site for Christian singles and uh, uh, basically overnight generated $26,000 a month in recurring revenue in this membership site, reached out to his church and said, all right, I'm going to... I'm going to be quitting my job now to do this full time. And uh, less than a year later, he was making over half a million dollars a year on the back of his quiz. I think of uh, Dr. Tanji Watkins. Uh, she was a, a former physician, burnt out. Um, this just happened, by the way. So she was, you know, pre-COVID, was a physician. COVID, super burned out. Said like, I just don't want to do this anymore. I want to, you know, do something else with my life. So she decided to launch a, a, a new business as a coach, and um, uh, she created a quiz that generated 5,515 leads in her first 30 days. Uh, Get this, first month as a coach, she's making $20,850 in her coaching practice. Basically overnight, first month in business, all because she was able to build this very large audience very quickly that she could launch her new business or launch her new product to. So you know, the three big reasons, cheap leads, high conversion, fast results. And that's why I love quizzes so much as a great way to really explode into any new project or any new business. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. 
You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. I love it. And, you know, as I'm listening to this, and I know people hearing this are probably getting very excited. You know, obviously, you've got people that either had no business or were just starting a business. So really, anybody could do this, I, I obviously, at any point in the life cycle of their business. But I'm curious if you could share with us some of the pitfalls, some of the mistakes to avoid, things that people do that really minimize the success. Yeah, I'll share three big mistakes, right? Um, so the three big mistakes are as follows. The first big mistake is when it comes to a quiz, the first big mistake is the wrong offer. Now, by offer, what I mean is the thing that you want to sell people after they take your quiz. Now, the quizzes we're talking about here are quizzes that are designed to convert clicks into customers. This isn't one of these time-wasting quizzes that you may have seen online, like on one of those websites like buzzfeed.com, where you know this quiz is like, what Disney character is your dog? Take the quiz <laughs> to find out now. They're fun. Don't get me wrong. They're entertaining, but they're not going to generate customers for your business. So you've got to have the right offer on the back of the quiz. The second big mistake is you've got to have the right hook. So the wrong hook is the second big mistake. And by hook, what I mean is the big idea that attracts people to take your quiz in the first place. Now, when it comes to a quiz, there are three potential big ideas that you can go with. And as a good first step that um, you can begin with, for, your, for those of you who are listening to this right now, the wheels are turning, you're starting to brainstorm ideas, you want to think about which of these three types of quizzes is right for you. The first kind of quiz is what we call a type quiz. This is where you're putting people into one of several buckets based on a person's type. Like uh, Neil Gordon has a quiz that is, what's your public speaking type? There are five types of public speakers. Which one are you? Buck Risby has a quiz. What's your weight loss type? There are four major weight loss types. And once you know your weight loss type, it can identify and help you figure out what foods you should be avoiding, what types of exercise makes right makes sense for you, what type of supplementation might be a good thing for you to consider. So that's the first kind of quiz, a type quiz. Second type of quiz is what we call a killer quiz. It's a little bit different. A killer quiz is where you're helping people identify a mistake they're making in their life that's holding them back from the transformation your product or service provides. So an example of this would be Jim McLean's uh, golf quiz, the swing killer quiz. Take this quiz to find out what your number one swing killer is in your golf swing. So the mistake that you're making that's maybe holding you back from hitting with power and distance consistently. Um, I think about Charlie's uh, guitar quiz, uh, the progress killers quiz. Um, what's your number one guitar progress killer? Charlie Wallace has a quiz that helps people play guitar, learn how to play guitar. And he helps people identify the mistake in their technique that's holding them back from playing the, the melodies and songs that they want to perform. So that's a killer quiz. Third type of quiz is what we call a score quiz. So it's a quiz where you help people identify where they are along a success spectrum. So, you know, for example, I think of Ronnie Nijme's quiz, what's your authority score? So what's your level of authority? relative to your peers or to your competitors. Or think of Dev Basu's quiz, uh, which is what's your digital readiness score? So this is a, a, a quiz to help identify if you've got an offline business or an offline practice, how digitally ready is that practice to go from offline to online? So second big mistake is the wrong hook. And when it comes to hook, there are three possibilities. Are you going to use a type quiz, a killer quiz, or a score quiz. That's kind of the first sort of big decision. And then the last big mistake that I'll talk about here, the third big mistake, is asking the wrong questions, right? So on one side of the equation, you've got your offer, the thing you want to sell people. 
On the other side of the equation, you've got your hook, which is the thing that attracts the right type of people to take your quiz in the first place. In the middle, you've got this bridge that connects people from, you know, I think of Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom, where there's, uh, you know, the, the bad guys on either side of the canyon. He's on one side, the bad guys are on the other side. You want to get people to cross that canyon on that scary rope bridge. And to do that, you need to ask the right questions that lead people along one tiny little baby step at a time. So um, when you combine these three things together, the right offer, the right hook, and the right questions, that's really the secret formula to creating a quiz funnel that converts website visitors into customers and clients. I love it. And it's uh, it's amazing as I looked at the clock, how quickly this time has flown by. It's never enough time. But as you know, I wrap up every episode of my show by asking my guests a single question. Ryan, what is your biggest helping that one most important piece of information you'd like somebody to walk away with after hearing our conversation today? Yeah, it's a piece of advice that one of my mentors shared with me, and it's something that I share with all of my students. And it's, remember, you don't have to get it perfect. You just have to get it going. And the best time to get it going is right here, right now, today. And if you are a high performer, if you're you know, highly educated, if you, you know, you're a smart person, which I know you are, you're listening to this right now, we tend to, uh, people like us tend to struggle with perfection paralysis. We think things have to be perfect before we release them. Well, with the quiz funnel, the name of the game is getting your first version out the door as quickly as possible, iterating and improving. So remember, you don't have to get it perfect. You just have to get it going. And the best first step is to start brainstorming what type of quiz makes sense for your business, type, killer, or score. I love it. So we're listening. We're excited. Tell us where we can learn more and get involved and get our first quizzes out there in the world. Yeah, listen, um, you know, I'm so glad we did this right now. Um, In fact, if you're listening to this, your timing is perfect. And here's the reason why. Once a year, I host a live, completely free quiz funnel workshop. It's online. And basically, we spent a week together going through the process of creating a quiz from start to finish. And in the workshop, we cover not only what are the three types of quizzes, but how to decide which one's right for you. Um, We go through the process of coming up with your questions, your hook, and your offer for your quiz. Um, we go through dozens of examples. I know you've, you've probably you know, been listening to this or maybe you know, seeing us on video. We did not have time to go through real life quizzes. If you're the type of person that loves to learn through examples, we go through dozens of examples. So you can actually see what these quiz funnels look like in real life and you can get excited and inspired about applying it to your business. So again, it's once a year. It's totally free. The only catch is, um, again, I only do it once a year. It's live. Um, but you can join us by going to the link quizfunnel.com forward slash T-D-H. That's quizfunnel.com forward slash T-D-H. Dr. Richard, did I get that right? I want to make sure I've got the got acronym right. Perf- yeah. You got it perfectly <laughs> right. Perfectly right. <laughs> no, it is. And we'll link to it too in the show notes for this episode. But I uh, can't wait for everybody to check that out. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for the opportunity to be here. I'm looking forward to everyone joining us inside the workshop and uh, looking forward to catching up soon. It's been incredible. Thank you all for listening to this as well, Ryan. Great having you. If you like what you heard, go subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because that's what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go out there today, do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others.